Greetings, and welcome to the Penny Pitching Proprietor. Just a little safe space of mine where I can complain about my penny-pitching husband in my life uh, as a mother of three kids. In today's segment, we will be touching base on thrifting. So, I feel like thrifting is particularly fun for me because it allows me to be able to shop at the department stores. I don't really feel bad about spending 50 cents on my kids' shirts, you know, especially when they like to play in the mud. It's kind of disheartening when I spend $20 on one of their shirts and then they go play in the freaking dirt. I mean, how rude. It's like, look, I know you're two, okay? I'll give you a little bit of slack there, but I'm really starting to need my return on investment for, you know, you being in this world and in my life. It's really time that uh, you pull your own weight, kid. So, for now, we'll just do thrifting for you. I think that makes it fair. And, um... It also justifies me when, uh, you know, their entire spring wardrobe ends up costing like $26.75. So, you know, when my husband's like, you're not going to Nordstrom, I'll be like, (laughs) yes, I am. My husband likes to pull the old, um, well, imagine how much money you're saving by um, not going to Nordstrom and thrifting. That's like double the savings. I'm like, look, buddy, I'm not saving for you, I'm saving for me to go to Nordstrom. If you don't like that, well, you can suck it. Because otherwise, you'd be double in the hole. Why don't we look at it like that, okay? Why don't we look at it like that? You'll be double in the hole if I bought the kids their clothes from Nordstrom's, okay? So, I would take this as a blessing. Alright, so here's another reason why I don't feel bad about thrifting for my kids. I find a lot of really nice name brand stuff. That's not a joke. I mean, when I go to the park, my kids are wearing North Face jackets and hunter boots. And um, I drive to the nice areas. I I drive to the nice parks because I'm like the five-star reviewed park mom, right? You know, so my kids look nice at the park. They really do. And occasionally I'll get that, uh, that mom that'll come up to me and she'll be like, Oh, how cute are your daughters? My little Billy here, he's just so gifted. He goes to that Montessori school, that you know, that really expensive one over on 72nd. And he puts all the blocks by order and color. And I'll just be like, yeah, I just bought some some uh, some old blocks, like probably from the 80s down at the Goodwill. And my kid just throws them at her older sister. So, And then she kind of, you know, she'll scuff off. Like she just realized that the dog she's been petting has like rabies or something. I always find that pretty funny. <laughs> So all jokes aside, you know, about shopping at Nordstrom's and whatnot, even for yourself, thrifting truly is an extremely wise financial choice. Plus, you can probably make almost all the money back by selling those items online through Craigslist yourself or Marketplace or any other platforms. I mean, if you think about it, these thrift stores are selling at what, 30% from the resale value? So, I mean, there's not any reason why you can't sell that back for the exact same price through social media. You know, as long as you take care of the items. But, I mean, when you buy something at full retail price, you can't get anywhere near 
you know, your money back any, anywhere near it. So it's definitely a smart, smart thing for resale, um, to go the thrifting route or it doesn't, you don't even have to necessarily say the word thrifting. You can call it, um, secondhand shopping if you'd like, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of platforms out there. Um, you know, eBay, there's one you can get name brand stuff, but you know, you're not paying that full retail price and, uh, there's no shame in that. You know, I'm, I'm really not ashamed to admit that I buy used for myself, for my kids, for my husband. I have absolutely no problem doing that. And if, you know, I just look at it like this, if someone has a problem with me, you know, buying used and looks down on me for that. I mean, do I really want to, um, have these people around in my life anyway? I mean, probably not. All right. So now that this segment has become so increasingly vehement, if you will, I think it's time that we bring on one of my good friends, Charlotte Bachman. Hi. So, Char, let's go ahead and um, I'll, I'll allow you to introduce yourself and kind of um, talk about your what you do and your um, kind of your upbringing and whatnot. Well, um, OK, so obviously I've known Tori for a long time. I don't know. Well, maybe that's not obvious, but I have. Um, we grew up together a little bit and I can say that for uh, the two of us just because of the way we were raised and the amount of money in our households thrifting was always kind of a thing that it was just there and something that you had to do um I think in a sense of making ends meet um but now I have a pretty good job I'm a speech language pathologist so thrifting's not something that I have to do but it's something that is economical and fun and I mean why not yeah. And, um, so I know, I remember, um, when we were younger, I remember that you always had quite a bit of clothes you, you were taken care of. You had uh, a variety, you had nice brands. Um, yeah, they were all under, you know, probably $3. So yeah, you know, I mean, the less you spend, the more you can have, I guess. It's just crazy. I mean, how you can really utilize thrifting to look a certain way. And it's not even necessarily that you needed to look that way or to fit in or whatnot. But it's just kind of like the concept of you don't have to go buy, you know, brand new clothes that, you know, for full resale for full retail um, price and whatnot. And I mean, one of the things that I look at it like is, you know, maybe a lot of the time you're shopping for the experience, right? Yeah, and so true. And there's not, I mean, and it's crazy too, because I think like, how crazy are these, um, these uh, department stores getting with their customer service and their like social etiquettes and stuff, you know, like, what yeah, are you going to well, do? I mean, I go to Forever 21 and, or, you know, wherever they have these shopping bags, Victoria's Secret, whatever it is. And you're walking around and you're holding these things and it's not even like, Hey, how are you? You know, these are our sales today. It's, do you want a bag for all of your stuff? And if you reject them, it's like, are are you sure you don't want a bag? Oh no, I'm good. Because you put the stuff in the bag and then it all gets tangled up in the hangers or whatever. And then it's almost like you never see them again. If you need to, you know, a different size and something that I found 
recently that just blows my mind and I just can't wrap my head around it is fitting room etiquette. I feel like Mm -hmm. when, I mean, I've worked retail before and when I worked retail, I would always take the items from the person, count them, make sure they weren't tangled, look in the room before I went in there. I would never let a a person in a room if there were like dust bunnies on the floor or whatever, you know, it's just not (laughs) the way you want to represent a brand, but you go into the fitting room now and it's like the associates are talking to each other. They don't want to help you. You're standing there for a long period of time and I don't want to interact with you, you know, and you're not making me want to buy anything. I just want to put all of this stuff down and then go thrift where I can sift through things myself. Yeah. And usually the people are pretty nice. And the other great thing about thrifting is if they don't have your size or you, you find something and it's not in your size, you just go, Oh man. And you put it back and there's money saved. Yeah. And you know, the other thing too, is like, I'm going to, you know, like you were saying about forever 21 and the etiquette and how, you know, you expect that, um, that sort of um that etiquette from them because it's like yo if i'm gonna be spending like 30 dollars on a shirt you know i expect an ego stroking at least i mean like what am i getting out of this you know right like tell me i look good in the shirt that i look horrible in. yeah <laughs> give me a freaking cappuccino man yeah do, do something <laughs> for me I, little, I need a little bit more than your uh lack of wanting to talk to me or make eye contact oh yeah. gosh and my mom my mom hates this is I'll go shopping with my mom. And like you mentioned, I have quite a bit of clothes still, or you mentioned that I did before. I still do because I shop sale rack or thrift. So I have a lot of clothes. I buy ahead. If I, you know, if I see something, you know, a tutu or something for, you know, those tutus are really in that are like long or um, like tool. They're really in right now. You put on a blouse with that and a a pair of heels and you're ready for a wedding. You're ready for a holiday. You're ready to go to work, whatever. So I'll buy ahead, you know, if it's three fifty, and I'll save it for that occasion. Yeah, And how many compliments, how many compliments do you get on those things where people would never expect that you bought it secondhand all the time, all the time, sale rack and secondhand. And people will ask you, Oh, where did you get that darling dress? It's like, I probably thrifted it. I say that there's a few dresses that I have that I've thrifted and I get complimented on them every single time I wear them. And it's, it's great too, because I don't know where it's from. I only know it's from the thrift store. So I know you're not going to go and copy my outfit because you can't. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like kids, with kids. I mean, like I think about these moms that, um, that buy all their kids, you know, brand new clothes and whatnot. When, when they compliment, my kids clothes or whatnot like you dress your kids so cute and I'll be like oh yeah I just buy secondhand you know I'm just like I could just see the look on their face where they're like that's gross you know they're like yeah you know I think oh I think I'm losing you can you hear me yeah I can hear you okay perfect yeah I definitely think that there is a stigma around it for some people which I think is so weird because I don't, I don't know what it is, if it's an ego thing or what, but you know, they say that the people that have the most money are the people that tend to be a little bit more stingy. So I feel like you would probably find those types of people thrifting, buying secondhand or using like online secondhand retailers, you know? Um, but there also is this thing about, I mean, like I understand shoes. There's some shoes where it's like, I would never put my foot in that. And you know, once in a while you're looking on a rack and you take something off of it and it's dirty and you're kind of like, we couldn't wash this or whatever before it got to my hands. But at the same time, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Uh, But then also there's also, you know, there's also pros and cons, but I would definitely say the pros outdo the cons, especially considering, you know, people make businesses out of this kind of thing you know people are taking you know some people can put their pride aside and see you know this is like a real this can be a real business and 
you know, this has nothing to do with, um, you know, who's better than who and who can afford what. And if people learn to put their pride aside and really realize that, you know, there's a reason why America is living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, it's crazy because, um, you know, studies show that more than half of Americans don't even have enough money in their bank accounts to cover one month of expenses. I mean, that's insane. And then, you know, you have people that are just too good to thrift. And it's like, it's just, it's not adding up to why, you know, why are the poor poor? I mean, it's, it really makes sense because people are living way above their means these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I think that, I mean, we could do a whole other podcast episode on that and, you know, social media's influence on that and, you know, the products that people want to buy or their kids want which is funny because you know two years ago you would find fila shoes in a thrift store and be like oh god what are those from the 70s 80s like who wore those and then today these kids are like walking around in these huge fila shoes sketchers whatever it's kind of like how much did they pay for them yeah Yeah, you know the prices have definitely i'm sure at least doubled um Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm sure there's also someone who found a pair in a thrift store and went, hey, I got these for two fifty. dollars Well, you paid $60 for them, you know? Right. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely something where I'm thinking to myself, you know, even if, you know, something happened one day where, you know, I had a lot of money and, you know, I know one day you will, you know, because, you know, you're in a great field and whatnot and you're making a lot of money now and whatnot. So, now we just have to ask ourselves, what kind of values will we be projecting onto our own offspring, right? Because just because our parents didn't have a lot of money, I wonder if it would be easy for us to raise our kids in kind of a different, with different values and not even necessarily um, on purpose, but it's kind of like maybe we have to be more mindful with our kids if we had the money to buy new, right? So that, right. I think, it's it just, be- I think it, that's instilling some kind of um, financial, maybe a financial ideology or honestly, not to be all environmental, but buying secondhand also helps the environment. Um, yeah, and I think that's great. You know, that's really great. Yeah. And I mean, there's just other stuff, too. I, I used to go to the thrift store with my parents as a kid. I don't know if you've ever heard of chalk or remember chalk, but it was a huge thrift store. And I want to say every other weekend we would be at chalk looking for stuff. I, I mean, I'm sure there are thousands more times that I didn't want to go than times that I did actually want to go. But being a kid, it can be hard to be at a huge thrift store for long periods of time. I mean, I still get, Sometimes because my mom is a really good shopper, she'll look through everything. She finds really great stuff where I'm just like, you know, we got to go. I'm, I'm tired of being here. So that's definitely a con to it. But as a child, I didn't realize, you know, when we find this pot, this pot is almost brand new. It would have been $50 somewhere else. We're paying a dollar for it. You know, you find yeah. books. There's, you know, homewares. My mom loves their stores because she loves vintage decorations. My mom is huge on holidays, but won't ever pay wouldn't pay the price of what decorations cost because they're so overpriced but you could give my mom a piece of fuzz and a paper clip and she'd make something beautiful so she'll go to a thrift store and get you know something that's missing something or it's a little bit chipped or she just looks at it and has a vision and goes home and paints it and it looks perfect it looks different um so I mean it's just it's more than clothes and I mean it's definitely a hobby can Mm -hmm. be 
but I just also what you're saying it's yeah I will have the money to do it but I've also have something instilled in me of check there first because you're going to get a great deal you might find something you like better you know and of course there are days when it's a bust but I mean I think especially for you you have kids now and they're growing day day by day so the cheaper you can get a shirt or whatever it's like you have that option to always go and look which is nice yeah well I truly hope that people you know look at thrifting you know without this you know like looking down upon it basically is what I'm saying and I hope people really look at this like you know it's an opportunity to maybe you know use that to really utilize your savings and you know instead of buying clothes and buying these things like that that's a great point that you made up about um you know it's more than clothes so I really hope that people you know take that into consideration and just give it a try and um you know maybe maybe America would really um you know t- take a turn for the better and um really be able to start uh being better with their money so well I think I really- too I think too the beauty in it is that you can you can buy stuff but you can also donate stuff too right so and then I know there are people that's like you know, they want to take their stuff to Buffalo Exchange. That's good too because they take this the stuff that you don't want to that they don't want to purchase to resell. They'll take that that extra stuff and donate it. Um, that's a lot of these secondhand stores do this do that, which is great. But I just think that you know, even for these people that don't want to shop at their stores, they can drop off their own old stuff and get a tax write off. You know, yeah. so I think even for the people that don't want to necessarily shop, there is a situation that's winning for them as well. If they have extra stuff that they want to get rid of and donate, they can and get a tax write off. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not for everyone, but there's, first of all, there's pleasure in finding something great, you know, and then just, it's like a high, you get like a high off of it. Yeah, exactly. Start bragging. Um, You go, not everyone's going to understand your brag, but I mean, it's the humble brag. But the, the great thing is that, you know, there are people that know the price points and they know the brands, but so often you'll find like a really expensive French brand or something, you know, here we have coach Michael Kors, you know, whatever these yeah. like, popular American brands are, but not everybody knows all the brands. So when they're doing their pricing, you often find something and you're like, Oh wow, this is like this really um, popular, expensive French brand or whatever. And it's yeah. And that's like, when like, the entrepreneurial thing comes in your mind and you're, you start really thinking those, you know, gears start working and you're like, you know, I could resell this and, you know, make some money. Even. It's true. And people do, people really do that, especially on like, um, sites like Poshmark. Yeah. And it's really actually pretty easy to do you. It's just, you have to be willing to commit to it. But if you do like thrifting and you just like to buy and and know the value of the items it's it's almost fun you know it's kind of yeah, like and a I'll hobby. Say, once you get once you get a taste of that where you just made a flip and you just made a little bit of extra money you know without having to go work some part-time job like it becomes addicting like people start waking up and realizing you know like side work really does work being an entrepreneur really does pay off yeah it's a side hustle yeah, it's how it, you got to do it, man. You got to get ahead, you know, and, and not only that, but you're saving money. You're not just, you know, you know, setting your money on fire, you know, right. so. Well, and also, you know, you want to, 
you it, it's like you want a vase if you want to go and buy a vase even just at like bonds ralph's the supermarket they're like yeah here's a vase for you can have this for twenty dollars then you can go to the thrift store and there you can pick literally whatever kind of vase you want and it's a dollar fifty yeah and it's like, have you ever, have you ever just been like with someone that hasn't ever been thrifting? Like, have you ever took someone thrifting? Like, I know for me, like, um, I, I do it to myself because I usually go thrifting because mm-hmm. of my husband. My husband's very, you know, he's a penny pincher, you know, like oh, he's a I penny know. pincher. I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'll be at the thrift store. I'll be like, honey, oh my gosh, look at this. Like. Oh my gosh! And we'll start looking around. And I'll like ha- be having like a panic attack or something, and I'll be like, "I can't believe that this deal is like this." And you know, you'll be like whispering and like having like a complete meltdown in the middle of the thrift store, and he'll be like, "Yeah, we're at a thrift store." You know, that's what happens. And you're like, "Wow, we should come here more often." You know? Right. It's so funny that you say that because there's a really good thrift store by my parents' house, um, and they'll go there and they always come back with a huge haul and they always get like something nerdy for me. My dad will be like, Oh, I found this science book from the fifties. It's like really cool or what, you know, whatever. But I also know that when they go there, they're like looking in other people's carts, like, okay, if they put that back, I want it. And people will come. Oh, wow. That's a whole nother game. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll cart the, uh, the, um, cart stock. I'll call it. Uh, and you know people will come up to them too and or you know whoever and just be like are you really considering getting that you know is that something you really want and people will really wait around and see whether thrift store sharks yes yes it's true nice I I went to the thrift store to get scrubs for work mom said hey this thrift store bias has scrubs I know you need scrubs I got, you know, scrubs are expensive, especially the comfortable ones. I got brand name scrubs. I got like four, four tops, three pairs of bottoms and a, like a scrub jacket. And I want to say it was all under 15 bucks or right around there. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, a one pair of, for example, I got um, a pair of Grey's Anatomy scrubs, which are pretty pricey. And I think the set top and bottom was like... Wow, whoa, 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 hold on. You're telling me that they made like a Grey's Anatomy merch, but like professional merch. Yeah, they really did. Wow, this is the first time that I'm hearing this and I'm blown away. That is like, hey, they got their genius. They want you to buy their their expensive stuff. That is impressive. I gotta say, I'm very, I'm impressed by that. Never knew that existed. Yeah, the set I got is pretty cute, too. I'm not going to – I'll just put that out there. They do have some cute stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll just say – we'll end in this conclusion right here. It's not – thrifting is not for poor people. Thrifting is for smart people. If you want to be smart – yeah okay well, I don't know. I I can just see those hoities in the store, though. Honey, like, let's just go to Nordstrom. Like, why are we here? Like, there's, like, those kids look poor, honey. <laughs> those kids look poor. They probably are. They smell poor. <laughs> they smell poor, honey. 
Hey, you we know don't what? belong in here. Let me just say this. Everybody start thrifting while you can. There are a few thrift stores that I used to go to that I will no longer return to. We didn't touch on this. You did mention it. Have you ever taken someone thrifting for the first time? Before Macklemore okay. came out, before Macklemore came out with his song about what, what, I'm going thrifting, um, I wasn't as popular. It really wasn't. It really, really wasn't. It kind of made it popular. It made it okay to do that. I have been thrifting with people for their first time. I was sort of like, you've never done this before. They love it now. They act like they've been wow. doing it their whole lives. I'm like, no, I was in the stroller at the thrift yeah. store, you know? Um, yeah. But... With that being said, there are a few now that I won't go to because I feel like all of their prices are hiked up a little bit. And so I'm not saying that it's still not cheaper. I'm just saying that there are ones that are, are cheaper than those, you know. So you might walk into a thrift store. It might be your first time and you're kind of like, well, this doesn't seem like the prices somebody else shared with me that they were getting. But each yeah. store has different deals on different days. They Some of them even have reward systems now. It's pretty crazy. So... I mean, definitely look at your options. Use Yelp. You might find like a, a hole in the wall shop that's really cool. And definitely yeah. there's a difference between thrifting and like an antique store, obviously. But some people don't know that. So don't walk into an antique store and see everything for like, you know, 70 bucks plus, And you're like, what? Yeah, uh, true that's, that. That's a different thing. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, people are making bank off of those, you know, the farmhouse thing is huge right now. People are making bank off of, um, you know, selling old, like, uh, freaking um, wicker baskets and like uh, old signs and whatnot. I mean, well, I'll give you I'll give you a hint. You can probably find the same thing at a thrift store. It just takes exactly. some pa it does take patience sometimes. But you know, you do get really good deals. And you find stuff too that it's it might not be exactly what's in style, but you make a statement for yourself. So you don't look like everybody else, which I always find appealing. I feel like especially with this younger generation right now, there is like such a a set thing of this is what we're wearing this season or this is what we're wearing. You know, you all look oh, at right. a clique of girls from a high school and be like, Well, they're all wearing a different variation of the same thing, which I guess I did too, but I just like the idea of being very individual and being very, you know, well, I disagree. I always thought you looked, I always thought you had your own style. Well, that's you know. good. That's good to know. I don't, I honestly, I guess I still do. I now really, I used to really like dark stuff. Now I really do have like a louder kind of, I like loud colors, patterns and stuff, but it also just depends mm -hmm. on the day and what's in my, what I've thrifted, you know, what I got for yeah. cheap. That's really cute. And, can mix and match and all that you know there I probably don't need seven tutus but when I know that I paid $15 for all of them I'm not going to complain yeah well maybe you'll have 15 daughters <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll uh, resell all of them I'm just kidding okay <laughs> all right John. okay well you know what I'm definitely going to be ending with some Macklemore so stick around for a little bit of Macklemore what what um <laughs> I'm gonna pop some tags. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play some of that. What Thank you so mean, much. By the way, what what was the popping tags thing? Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it off air. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> All right. So thanks so much for being on the segment, Char. Um, great insight on stuff. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Invite me back anytime. All right. Well, we'll see how the viewers. <laughs> 
listeners. The listeners. Oh, right. The listeners. Okay. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> All right. Well, this is our first podcast. So um, we'll do a lot better next time. Or will we? Welcome to the class. I'm just pumped. I bought some shit from a thrift shop. Ice on the fringe is so damn fine.